about Meredith's health, we believe that patients' needs come first. That's why they are the center of everything we do. It's Your Health Matters with Melanie Cole. Diabetes is often a silent disease, and some people have no symptoms of high blood sugar for years. If left untreated or uncontrolled, diabetes can lead to many troublesome health conditions. My guest today is Dr. Antenna Zanebi. He's a board-certified endocrinologist at Meritus Health. Welcome to the show, Dr. Zanebi. Tell us what is diabetes. Thank you for having me, Melanie. Uh, uh, diabetes is a metabolic disease. Um, when uh, someone has abnormally high glucose in his or her blood. So it occurs in children, it occurs in the young men or women, and also elderly people. So if somebody, we're going to talk mainly today about type 2 diabetes, which is getting so prevalent in this country, Dr. Zanebi. So with type 2 diabetes, would somebody have symptoms? When would they find out that they may be considered pre-diabetic or have full-blown diabetes? Yeah, that's a very important question. So uh, diabetes is actually um, a rampant disease. All over the world, in the United States, the burden is about 8.4% of the total population. And it has about 14% of U.S. health care expense. So it, you can imagine how damaging and how burdensome it is. So a patient or a person will suspect if he has diabetes, most of the time, uh when he has the blood glucose tested in his primary doctor, and if that number is above 125 in fasting blood sugar, or if it is to above 200 after he or she eats, or there is another uh, test which is done by any doctor, uh, and if it's called hemoglobin, A1C. If that number is 6.5 and above, by definition, that person has diabetes. Symptom-wise, most of the time, diabetes doesn't have any symptoms. The only time patients have symptoms is when the sugar is in excess of above 200 and when they feel thirsty, drinking too much water, going to the bathroom, more frequently, and sometimes uh, uh, weight loss, unexplained. So if someone is told by their doctor that their A1C or their fasting blood glucose is high enough to tell them that they have prediabetes or diabetes, what do you tell them as the first line of defense? What's the first thing you want them to do with that information? So uh, when a patient was told to have pre-diabetes diagnosis or a diabetes diagnosis, the first step to do is uh, sit back and think about it and ask questions to the doctor. And after that, the first thing to do is watch what the diet is. Most of the time, people eat without knowing a lot of sugary uh, 
food like high in starch and also people drink a lot of sugary drinks like diets some people call them pops uh bottled juices and breads and chips things like that will tip off the prediabetes to diabetes or the diabetes to be worse so we have to watch out those diets and the second step which goes along with watching your diet is to be more active uh the recommended um activity is to have 150 minutes of moderate intensity exercise per week but some people may not exercise that much if they have what we call a sedentary lifestyle standing up from sitting position or lying position every 30 minutes also make it easier for the body to to metabolize the sugar so more activity uh, healthier food and weight loss most diabetes special type 2 diabetes have excess weight on them so uh, a targeted weight loss between 5 to 7% of the total body weight will improve the uh, diabetes control those are the three things which are most commonly done to as the first baseline uh, treatment or prevention of diabetes so dr zanabi if somebody tries exercise they lose some weight they've changed their diet and yet they are still having some of these issues what are some of the medications that might be involved people hear about insulin but they think that's maybe only for type 1 diabetics but now what used to be called adult onset type 2 diabetes which we're even seeing in children now sometimes medicational intervention is required what do you tell them about that that's a very important question melanie um so we do what we can do right we exercise we eat right and we lose weight but sometimes these actions may not be enough to control the diabetes so the next step has to be starting medications there are different kind of medications nowadays for diabetes treatment they are oral which are by mouth uh there are also injectables which can be injected once a day twice a day or once a week and also there are insulin we start with oral medication and the most common starting oral medication is called metformin based on the a1c level a doctor can start with one pill a day or two pills a day and increase the dose according to the response of the diabetes treatment uh if that's not working there are other pills which can be added uh i don't want to you know uh uh burden you with the names and the dose of the pills but after additional pill if still the diabetes is not well controlled we can start injectables uh the most common are insulin and glp analogs we can start uh, with medications like bayeda twice a day or victosa once a day or once weekly injections if those are not working properly 
or if a doctor chooses, he can start once a day insulin. So we have to think about insulin here. Insulin is a treatment for diabetes, just type 1 or type 2. We start only insulin for type 1 diabetes because they needed only insulin because they cannot produce enough insulin. But for type 2 diabetes, adding insulin will make their diabetes well controlled in collaboration with other injectables and other pills. So if a patient or a person has questions about why insulin when I have type 2 diabetes, it's because insulin is also required to manage diabetes along with other pills or injectables. Do you advocate self-monitoring of blood glucose, and if so, how often? Um, that's an, uh, another excellent question. Patients with ha- who have diabetes has to monitor their blood glucose level. If a patient is on only one pill, he or she can monitor their fasting blood sugar early in the morning or their bedtime blood sugar at around 9 to 10 o'clock. And the target that we're looking for as a doctor is the fasting blood sugar has to fall at least less than 130 and above 80, based on American Diabetes Association uh, guideline. The bedtime blood glucose has to fall between 110 to 150. If a patient keeps that number, that is a well-controlled diabetes, even without checking the A1C. If a patient has multiple medications, which makes the sugar down, or insulin, we encourage to monitor it at least three times or four times a day based on the dosing of the insulin. So, Dr. Zanabi, to wrap it up, give us your best advice on someone who has recently been told that they have prediabetes or diabetes and include foot health exercise, monitoring their blood glucose, and watching their numbers for other comorbidities, maybe like high blood pressure or obesity. So wrap it up for us and give your best advice on all of these things for the listeners about diabetes. Uh, Thank you very much. So um, as I said earlier, diabetes is a big burden for the society. And if uh, a patient has uh, habitually inactive uh, behavior physically uh, was told that his numbers are slightly higher than the normal, has family history of diabetes, is in high-risk ethnic group like Asian American or African American, Latinos, Native American, or Pacific Islanders, or had gestational diabetes or high cholesterol or have polycystic ovary syndrome, or any other vascular disease, they need to be screened for diabetes. The result could be prediabetes or diabetes. So if they are diagnosed with one of the other, one or the other, the first step is to change your behavior, to be active as much as possible, and limit high sugary drinks or avoid them and decrease the content of starchy food in everybody's meal. 
and then be active and lose weight, at least 5 to 7% of the total body weight. And if that doesn't work, they can seek help from the doctor to start them on a pill. Metformin once a day in a different dosage can also help in preventing diabetes from going pre-diabetes to diabetes. Once someone is diagnosed with diabetes, all the physical activities, the exercise and watching a diet and weight loss has to be continued and a patient has to be started on a pill or other injectables or insulin according to their hemoglobin A1C. They have to check their glucose as recommended by their doctor. Uh, they have to avoid smoking cigarettes and they have to monitor their cholesterol at least every six months or every year. They have to monitor their kidney function as ordered by their doctor and follow up with a foot doctor or an ophthalmologist to evaluate and treat a complication of diabetes. If someone does that and follow up with their doctor regularly, they can be monitored, they can be controlled, and they can live a very well and uh, 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 balanced life, even with diabetes. And diabetes should not be uh, uh, a problem which cannot be controlled because it can be controlled. So if uh, they do everything like that and see their primary doctor all the time and there is no response or change, the next step is to ask for their primary care doctor to refer them to a specialist like an endocrinologist or a diabetologist so that they can have a comprehensive management with educators, nutritionists, and endocrinologists. Thank you so much, Dr. Zanebi. It's really great information and so important for people to hear. You're listening to Your Health Matters with Meritus Health. And for more information, you can go to meritushealth.com. That's meritushealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.